This is Christy. And I'm Jenna, and this is Badass Moms. Badass. If your kid ain't mud, and you don't know what to do, and your neighbors judge, and your in-law shitty too, pour tequila in your coffee. Don't go run and ask your mommy. And together we'll break it down to find a clue. Ask the badass moms like a badass mom would do. We're here for you. Welcome back to the Badass Moms podcast. As always, I'm one half of the Badass Moms, Jenna Levine Liu, founder of Six Cool Moms. And with me, as always, is the marvelous Mrs. Christy Mirabello. Hi, Christy. Hello, hello, and how do you do? <laughs> I'm pretty good. How are you? <laughs> That's how I always greet people. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I'm good. How's your week going, starting? So my week's been, okay, so my dad came and visited this weekend, this past weekend, and I haven't seen him in a year and a half, Mm -hmm. and he came down on Friday. On Friday morning, Poppy woke up with 103 fever. Oh, no. Poor boo-boo. Yeah, poor boo-boo. She's fine now. Her fever has gone on Sunday. She went back to daycare today. We took her to the doctor. No COVID. They They were just like, yeah, "Yeah, babies get these weird viruses, Mm -hmm. but it was so stressful having to manage that and then manage having like my parents in town. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer. But other than that, no, things have been pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I I saw that. I saw you were somewhere on like a TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys, this week's Moms in the News is me. I'm in the fucking... Am I ruining a surprise? No, you're not ruining any surprise. (laughs) But yeah, guys, so I was featured on NBC for Washington as part of their Moms on the Rise series. So it was was cool. It was like a three-minute segment all about me and my company and, you know, why I started it and what it all means. So we'll we'll drop, you know, that link, obviously. But that's the Moms in the News this week. It's me. It's Jenna. Jenna in the News. Jenna in the News. Jenna in the News. Shibidi-wop-bop, Jenna. But it was really, uh, it was really cool to watch. Like, like when you actually watch yourself doing it, you're like, holy shit, that's, that's fucking cool. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. And when my, my husband saw it, the first thing he said was, look, it's me and Beanie in the news. Aw. We cute seeing them too. Yeah. We call Poppy uh, Bean or Beanie. That's her little. I used to call Cora that when she, I used to call Cora Bean and Bean and I'm sad. I don't call her that anymore. It was a cute little thing. I'm going to call her that forever. Forever. Yeah. We called her Beanie. Beanie. I like it. Cause he's a little itty bitty thing. Little Beanie. She's itty bitty for sure. But should we get to the question of Mm -hmm. the day? Let's dive head first into this that I think there might be more people than we think that might resonate with some of this. So ears open, eyes open. If we eventually get this on video or eyes shut, you want hands out of your pants, hands out of your pants. I know our voices really do it for you. I know. Okay. (laughs) From anonymous in 2021. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Honest. <laughs> Honest, real question. Do marriages just suck? 
My partner and I have nothing in common anymore. He doesn't want to hang out with me either. I'm by myself all the time with the kids. And when there are opportunities for us to hang out, even at home, my partner has no interest in hanging out unless it involves sex. And there you go. I just feel so undervalued and sad. I know it's pandemic, but I see other people having movie nights with their partners at home or just having fun in general. We disagree on, disagree on so many topics, and I don't think my partner even cares about me as a person. To put it bluntly, I don't think they would care one bit if I die. Ugh. So do all marriages suck from a mom who's tired of being sad? So that breaks my black heart. No, um, no, that really does. Just reading that line, I don't think if they would care one bit if I die. Um, and Jenna can talk to that. We were kind of discussing that beforehand, that it does say they would care. So it could be a whole family type of situation too. Um, so breaking this apart a little bit, not having anything in common anymore, um, I would maybe think about what you did have in common, right? Because something brought you together. You just said anymore. So you did have things in common and they may still be there, but they've been covered up by everyday busy parenthood and adulthood and pandemichood, because that's a thing that can just make us feel less motivated in life. And it really can, I mean, it's affected basically everyone I know in one way or the other, even like emotionally. Um, he doesn't want to hang out with you. Maybe part of that is not having the common denominator. I would explore what you guys did before and maybe, or maybe there are new things and activities that you could try out together and, you know, have obviously having a talk with him. And it doesn't really say if you have talked about this, I know some people don't communicate wonderfully in marriages, even though we kind of assume people talk about things um, they may not. So maybe you haven't discussed it. I would suggest, you know, saying I want to feel better. I'm sure you want to feel better. Um, and if you haven't tried all, you know, all of these avenues, trying some or all of them, um, looking for things to do, having a talk, a heart to heart talk. Um, and if you feel like he's ignoring you and all of that, I mean, would I be giving it up if my husband was being a dick and ignoring me and making me feel like I don't think he'd care if I die? I probably wouldn't. I mean, it, you know, I don't, I don't believe in like, oh, abstaining if you have this little tiff and whatever. And like, so I'm going to show you and not give you sex. But it's like, for me, I feel like I would have to be communicating and like talking about all of this and I, or I wouldn't be able to be in that, you know, and in that mindset. Um, and then it says you feel undervalued and sad, and that could go back to the whole family thing. Are, are your kids, you know, do you feel heard? Do you feel valued with them? And maybe talking to the family as a whole and expressing yourself and saying, I'm, I'm not happy right now. And can we're a team, right? Like you're a team. So I would first take the angle of, Having the talk if you have not, so that's, it's hard to know without knowing if you tried whatever, but trying those things, um, you know, like you said, there's movie nights. Um, maybe you guys could every other week watch a movie. Me and my husband don't love all the same movies. Like he's very sci-fi and I'm like, only funny, happy things. <laughs> um, 
I don't know what's happened to me. Like in my older age, I used to watch so many like murders and thrillers and drama. And now I'm like, so much, there's so much out there and just parenthood and everything. And then the pandemic, I'm like, oh, I'm butterflies and laughs, you know? I feel um, that. Yeah. <laughs> so occasionally I will watch other things on my own, but I do compromise with my husband. I oh, watch your damn sci-fi once in a while. So maybe compromising. So it just becomes a thing. Um, but going deeper into the disagreement on so many topics, are these like values, you know, are these topics that really um, are a part of who you are and your identity? Like, is it just like, oh, I like Mexican food and you like Italian food or is it deeper stuff? And that, you know, can, can weigh more heavily on whether or not it's, it's a bigger deal, you know, like if it's no, like, Mexican versus Italian food. That's a deal breaking question right deal there. Breaker. Um, but you know, it's just like, there's the heavier topics. And if it's a values thing, wh were you aligned before? Have you grown apart? So it's kind of digging into all of that. Um, and I'm always here to talk. I'm a life coach so we can customize and you can work with me and win at life. Um, no, but so, so it's kind of hard not knowing what those topics are and how deep they go because we all have differences, right? We all have disagree on many topics. I do think you're right now in a bad headspace too. And sometimes when we're in that lower frequency, everything seems more. So we might think things are worse than they are as far as like, we disagree on everything, but really maybe we don't. It just seems that, you know, when you're in that like spiral that goes down, down further, it, it seems to be bigger. It's like the snowball effect. Now, the whole, I don't think they or he would care one bit if I die. Nobody obviously should feel that way about anybody, especially your partner. So yes, there's, there's something wrong here if you feel that way. That is not normal. I hate the word normal, but that is not I don't like the word, let's throw that word. That's not what you deserve. That's not what you should be feeling. I don't care what other people, we're not talking about other people or all marriages, right? Do all marriages suck? Um, all marriages are not rainbows and flowers every day, but overall, a lot of marriages are very happy. I know friends, I have clients that have great marriages that are overall really happy. And I have you know, friends or clients that have some real sucky marriages. But it's, again, kind of like last week's question where this is about what you and what you want to feel like, what you want your life to look like, what you need from somebody. And you've got to be able to speak to that and ask them, ask your partner, ask your kids, well, tell them, this is what I need. I need to feel better. And this is how we can get there. And I need help. And I will do what I need to do on my end. Maybe there's something they're holding back and you can have a discussion. Um, is he, you know, I don't know if he's abusive in any way or, or if it's just kind of this disconnection, but I would first definitely um, see if I could work things out. But as I'm getting older, I'm getting, I'm, I'm realizing that sometimes marriages don't work. I grew up with a family. I went through several divorces. My dad's on his fourth marriage. So I have a very um, unique experience where I was like, I will never get divorced. I'm not going to mar get married until I am like a thousand percent. And I will only get divorced if I'm beaten or I'm cheated on. Like these were the rules I had. I, I plan on keeping my husband, but I see now as I'm getting older that there's a lot of marriages that 
I don't know that I would stay in, even if there isn't that severe thing, because it's detrimental to your mental well-being and you've tried everything and you're sucked dry and you say things like, I don't know that if they would care if I would die. Is that the truth? I, I hope not. And I will cross my fingers that if you asked him, that would not be the truth, but that's what you feel and you shouldn't feel that way. So I would do what you can to have the discussion, do what you can um, if you want it to work, to talk it out. And if it's not received well, I mean, obviously we're going to throw in, you can go to marriage counseling like we do with most marriage situations in here. Um, if you haven't done any of those things. Um, and then if those don't work, evaluate what you want your life to be because you are here, at least in this body one time. I don't know if we come back at cat as catfish or trees or whatever, but you're here as this person <laughs> on this earth right now and time is precious and you deserve to be happy. We want you to be happy. You want you to be happy. Um, so whatever you can do to reach that goal, you have to do, you know, but do all marriages suck? That seems like the question at the end. Oh, you said it twice in the beginning and end. Um, if you let them suck, that's my answer. If you, if, if you let them suck and you live in that, then they're going to suck. You either try to make them better or you get out. I mean, that's kind of what I view with a lot of things in my life. It's like, I get to decide. So mm -hmm. You decide if you, if you want it to work out, do the things you can work with the counselor, whatever you got to do. And if you just want out, you can do that too. This is your life. But it sounds like you almost, I feel, I get the feeling you would like him to maybe be who he was. It seems like you lost something and I believe we can get that back in certain situations, but I'm not in it. So I don't know, but those are my recommendations. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> so I actually find this question really hard to answer yeah. because it's coming from her point of view. Mm -hmm. And there's some key details that are missing in there that would help me sort of fill out in my head what her situation is. Because you and your partner, if you're saying you don't have anything in common anymore, well, then he might feel the same way. And if you're lonely and sad, maybe he's also lonely and sad because he's with a partner that he feels like he can't relate to. Also, I don't know how long they had, uh, I don't know how long this has been happening for. Has it been just the pandemic? Was it beforehand? Because this is kind of a unique situation and, and a lot of people are feeling some type of way that their significant others, about their children, about life as a general statement. So I don't know if you're just um, in this weird bubble where everything just feels so, like every emotion feels so much stronger than it actually is because you don't have any outlet. And whereas, you know, a year and a half ago, you could go out with friends and, you know, your kids were in school. Well, that's the thing. I don't know how old her children are. Like, are they really young? Because to be honest with you, when you have really young kids and you have multiple children, it's hard to be happy in anything that you're, in anything that you're doing from what I've heard from people, it's, it's stressful. You guys are just trying to survive. And while having, you know, children is obviously very enjoyable having two children, young children and being married, it's, it's very hard to keep everything together. So it does, it does take work. Um, for you saying, I don't think they would care. I don't know if you met him. I don't know if you met your whole family. So I highly doubt that's, that's true. 
But the fact that you're saying it and that you feel that way, to me, it signifies, and you're entitled to your feelings, but to me, that screams depression. Like you use some words in there that signify that you're going through what what sounds to me like a, a baseline depression. So I don't even know if what you're feeling has everything to do with your marriage or if there's something just in you that isn't working right right now because it's hard to be happy with somebody else if you're not happy you know within yourself because he can't you know he can't fix you you guys are partners you're together so you have to work on that and you have to you know really be a partner to somebody um and that's where the marriage counseling and stuff like that comes in but it might be worth you having your own therapist and talking out these issues um, and seeing where you are mentally. And maybe once you get to a better headspace, you can be in a better headspace to, you know, work on your marriage. I also don't know from this, have, if she's talked to him before, have you had a yeah. conversation with him at, at any given point? And now he's just avoiding you because he doesn't want to hear it. Cause that, I mean, that could be the thing he's just like avoiding because he doesn't want to, you know, deal with it. And maybe you're avoiding it because you don't want to deal with it either. So nobody's talking and nothing's communicating. And you guys are just arguing about who wants Mexican or Italian food. And it's just not generally. Always, always the <laughs> okay. hottest topic. Yeah. That being said, to, you know, answer your question, do all marriages suck? No, they, they don't. Do they all take a lot of work? Yes. There is nobody on this planet whose marriage is easy breezy 150% of the time where they're happy all the time, where they have no, no problems. If they do, they're really not communicating with one another because essentially we're used to being, you know, our own individual self. And now you're an individual with somebody else who's also an individual and you try to fit, you know, into each other's lives and build a new life together. And sometimes that's smooth. And, but sometimes there's transitions in your life, like having children, like going through a global pandemic that, you know, puts a little, throw a little wrench in there, right? Making it a little bit harder, but that, that doesn't mean that your marriage even, that your marriage even sucks. Like this, maybe it could be salvaged. And it's, you know, if, if you love him, if you, if you see the value in him, then it's worth um, working together and figuring it out. But you do have to tell him, I feel undervalued and I feel sad. And his reaction to that should tell you a lot. If he, you know, comes correct and says, well, I don't want you to feel that way. Like, how can we fix this together? That's great. If he says, that's really not my problem and you're being a pain in the ass, well, then yeah, your marriage might suck. And then it's, it's worth thinking what you want to do from there. But you have the right to be happy. Uh, your husband has the right to be happy because it doesn't sound like he's abusive. It just sounds like you guys are kind of like miscommunicating with each other and just you're like ships crossing in the night. Yeah. Um, and your kids deserve to be happy. And if there's tension in the marriage, your children are going to feel it. They're going to see that your guys aren't hanging out or really doing anything as a family unit. unit. And that's going to affect them uh, growing up. So it's definitely worth figuring out if, you know, there's something here that can be saved and corrected because you don't want to spend the next, you know, 30, 40 years of your life with somebody that you don't spend any time with or that you feel only wants to hang out with you to have sex. That sucks. You're not a prostitute. You're not trading sex for like cooking him dinner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. And there's nothing like more unattractive than feeling like your partner just wants you because you're like a warm hole in the house. <laughs>
You know what there I mean? There she is. I was waiting for her to come out. <laughs> oh, <we're hoping. laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you don't have, you don't have to feel that way. That, that sucks. So, I mean, you got to make, honestly, this is not, there's no easy answer here. It's anything you do. It's going to be hard. It's going to fucking suck. But at the end of it, no matter what, you'll come out a stronger, happier person, but you, you have to figure out what exactly is broken before you can fix it. So it's time to do some soul searching, to really reflect on yourself, to really think about what you want out of your life and your marriage and write it down, write down the things that you want and the things that make you happy and, you know, go to your own therapist, go to couples counseling, you know, have a conversation with your husband about what you, what you want your marriage to look like. And if he loves you and he wants to save what you guys have, he'll work with you on it, but you have to give him the opportunity to as well. Now, if you have given him the opportunity and he's still being a dick, well, then the harder conversation is, well, how much longer do you want to stay in this nightmare? <laughs> do you want to live like this forever? Or do you want to make plans for yourself to extricate yourself from the situation? Either way, that decision is yours. Christy and I can't tell you how you feel inside and we're not on the ground floor of your marriage, but you have some hard work to do ahead of you, but it's good work and you're going to thank yourself for doing it. Don't just let this keep, keep going on. Don't let yourself feel this way. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's life's too short to be sad and lonely. You deserve, you deserve better than that yeah. at the end of the day. And again, you know, depending on what's going on with your husband, he does too. And maybe you guys aren't right for each other anymore. And that's okay. Sometimes that happens. But sometimes marriages just need a little, a little tune-up. And you know, my inner child's like, but, but maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you are right for each other. <laughs> maybe, maybe our soulmates. That's right. Yeah, but again, we can't make those decisions. It's, it has to be on you. So I challenge you, do the work. Sit down alone when your kids, you know, aren't around. When maybe you have a glass of wine, do some meditation. Just write down what you want out of your life and your marriage. And write down the things that make you happy. And maybe even ask your husband to do the same thing. And maybe you guys can connect on that kind of level too. But no, not all, not all marriages suck. I'm smelling a couple's vision board. Couple. <laughs> Get some magazines, cut it out. Cut it out. Create Put your life. And yeah, see, I like it. Oh, snap. Some of our visions are very parallel. Oh, look. Yeah. Happy people smiling. Oh, look, a palm tree. Go move to fucking Florida. Well, I don't know about moving to Florida, but <laughs> hey, maybe just pick up and move somewhere. There yeah. we go. Solve the problem. Just you kidding. did it. But I, I mean, again, I'm, I like my husband a lot and we have a lot in common. Not everything, obviously. Um, but we do like a lot of the same things. We do compromise a lot, but mm. I'm also okay. Okay. Doing things on my own. Like there's shows I watch that I don't, he's not going to watch with me. Um, so I watch on my own and vice versa. Oh yeah. But we still, you know, we come together a lot of the times and we'll try, you know, try to pick a movie and it's, it's fun, but we're on the same page with a lot of things and have similar personalities. And so we make sure to have fun, but I definitely see a lot of marriages that are similar to yours where they have sex like once, once in a blue moon. But other than that, like when the kids are in bed, everybody does their own thing. And that mm -hmm. doesn't seem like much of a marriage to me at all. Right. No, we should yeah. be thriving, not just in our individual self, but if we're in a partnership, mm -hmm. like 
And I'm not saying that doesn't take work. Like Jenna said, I mean, it can take some work. I would say more, I hate the word work, but like effort, like you do have to, where you focus your energy grows, right? So you do, let's say, cause it takes one person also to take that first step. Sometimes if you're in like the ditch of a marriage, like the ditch of if a marriage. you're not talking about it, you crashed ditch, your Volvo into the ditch, the marriage ditch, you know, you might, someone has to make the first move. And if no one has saddle, saddle up, make a move, even if it's like a little romantic gesture. And I hated that idea. Cause I feel like my husband and I, you get to a point where it's like not as frequent romance. I don't mean sex time, but like taking out on dates and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to start like, just initiate, I'm going to plan a date. And then like, it picked up momentum, you know, but I didn't want to be that first person. I was all, I'm so old school. I'm like, I'm a woman. I want to be courted. And then it was like, you know what? Saddle up. Okay. You know what, like what needs to happen. So sometimes we have to make the first move. So maybe you guys aren't communicating then start communicating, maybe make some, you know, do some things you did when you were dating that you probably don't do now either. Right. So mm -hmm. we're all, we're, it's a team, it's a team effort. So right about that effort word. Yeah. Everybody's got to, everybody's got to work to make a, you know, to make a marriage work, work at the end <laughs> work, of the day. Work, work, work. And work, work. And sometimes, you know, honestly, Christy, you probably feel this way too. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to work. I just want to be alone. And so mm -hmm. on those days, I tell Christian, yo, your girl needs a minute. Oh, uh, to yeah, myself. That, oh and my he's God. like, he's like, okay. So <laughs> totally. he'll, go play, he'll play video games for the night and I'll, you know, watch, you know, TV by myself. And sometimes, because I mean, he's working from home and I'm working from home. And so the two of us are like in each other's space all mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. And as much as I love him, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't want to look at you right now. Just fucking leave, leave the house. Yeah. In pandemic, in pandemic, I've been like, after dinner is my time alone. Like nobody, mm -hmm. everyone out, get the F out. And Mike puts core to bed. Then he goes down and he'll do some music stuff. He does music on the side or whatever, helping his brother with video games. He'll do that. I love it. It's like, mm -hmm. I need time away before I can come back because- in the pandemic, I've got a child with me all day. And like, it's not like, oh, I can jump from that into my husband's arms. It's like, give me a minute. So You're pandemic does weigh heavily on a lot of things too. And we all need balance. We shouldn't be up each other's butts 24 seven anyway. I mean, unless you love it, I guess if it works, it works. I shouldn't judge. <laughs> I mean, but, some people actually do. They, they, they're yeah, best friends with everything. their partner. Yeah. yeah and I say, Chris is my best, best friend. Like yeah. we have a lot of fun together. We know everything about each other. I don't yeah. even want to see my best friends as much as well, I see my what, fucking husband. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mike but I love him. I, I'm, being, I'm being such a shithead. No, he's a really, really, he's a great husband. I'm very happily married. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am divorced though. So I wasn't happily married at one point. So I can see the difference between a happy marriage and a not happy marriage. Yeah. To be honest with, with you, a large part of that is having common interests. Not that that's the end all be all, but you do want to have something in common to link up on. If you yeah. guys don't like any of the same stuff, then I don't, you can't really relate. The only thing you can relate to each other on is sex at that, at the end of the day. If you have but no other said, common interests. She said nothing in common anymore. And I'm hold, I'm trying to hold on to that word. Cause I'm hoping that means. Yeah. What does she, that mean? Do you not like the same stuff anymore? I mean, that's why I was like, try to find that again, because if, there, if it was there once, maybe it's still inside of you, but maybe the same things don't 
interest him or her anymore. So then maybe that won't work. But sometimes we forget we can still be the people we were before kids or before marriage. That's still in there. That's like a lot of my life coaching is digging into that stuff because we lose it, especially as women. I feel like we lose that shit. That's a hundred percent what my company is based on Yeah, is that it's for women with children and not just people who identify as being moms. Yes. Because I know I love that you said that in the news. I I love that. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned our podcast in the news, although they didn't say the name and I was like, no, I has you're like, excuse me, could you go back on, online on the air and say it, dad ass? redo it. No, it was, it was great. Um, but yeah, you do kind of have to have some, somewhat of a, you know, commonality or, or find that commonality. Um, and you don't have to have everything in common because obviously Christian and I don't, he loves video games. They make my eyes bleed. Mm, yeah, um, I like horror movies he vaguely tolerates them but gets mad at me every time I ask if we can watch one he's like god what's wrong with you don't you want to relax I'm like I find I find tell him at least it's relaxing. A, tell him at least it's not a Hallmark movie I've made Mike watch a few of those I'll be like, Hallmark, the Hallmark Christmas movies poor Mike because the pandemic especially like I don't have my girlfriends to like drink wine and watch Hallmark and I'm like Mike want to join me he's like oh lord I um I have an itch gotta go can I tell you my favorite thing? So, so many people told, told us to watch Outlander. Yeah. And they were telling me to watch Outlander. They definitely were not telling Christian, but he assumed that it would be a good show. We watched the full season. He enjoyed it. But by the end of it, he said, this is a chick show and I'm not watching it anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. He was like <laughs> season was one, like, but no, I haven't seen that. Halfway through it, I was definitely like, this is definitely a show for women. This is not a show. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yes, the title scene, I don't know enough about it, but it seems like, oh, maybe it's historical romance. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of, I stopped watching that at some point too, because you get, just like anything in life, you do get tired of watching the same people fuck all the time. (laughs) Just like in real life. (laughs) That's how I felt about the Fifty Shades books. People were so, oh, that's not the real BDSM community. Oh, she did this on everything. And I was reading it and I was like, by the third book, I'm like, I'm just bored of the same people having I, sex. Yeah, I read the first it. one, half of the second one. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And if she said like, damn, or what, what was the word she said over and over? Damn, double damn, damn, damn. It was like, I don't know. Annoying. Yeah, anyway. it, was, it, was, it wasn't great writing. And I got no, bored of the same people having sex all of the time. Yeah. Monogamy in romance novels is boring to me at this stage. <laughs> We're like, that's what we have. Yeah. All right, guys. I feel like we murdered this question. We really did. I think it's like five hours later. Y'all are like, we get it. We get it. Yeah. We. <laughs> so know what you don't get? How amazing Jenna is and all she's done and let's celebrate her. Oh, yeah. No, but we have to celebrate you. Well, yay for me too. Oh, wait, but- Christy, it's Mother's Day coming up. Mm. So we, yeah, we wish all of our listeners. Oh yes, we won't talk to you before. We won't. We wish you all the best Mother's Day. I hope that Let's you guys. Let's happy are- Mother's Day to everybody. <clears throat> Here we go. Happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day to you. Happy, happy Mother's Day, Day to you. Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day, all you oh. cool moms. Yeah, all us cool moms yeah. and listeners. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day to you and many more.
I feel like everyone enjoys being sung to, but that might not be true after this, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually like sang, sounded good. And I was just like, nah, nah, nah. You, you sounded amazing. Yeah, sure. Sure. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you back next week. Love Z's. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, write us at badask with a K moms at gmail.com. You can find the lovely Jenna on Instagram at Noshing the Suburbs and Six Cool Moms with Two X's on Facebook. Find me, Christy, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Fierce Mama Christy or Fierce Mama Coaching. Feel free to share our podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear. Don't forget to keep being your badass self.